What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 16 of Saturdays and Seltzers. We have an awesome show for you guys this week. We have some NFL reactions, some Odell Beckham Jr. predictions that were wrong because the news broke while we were recording, some Bruins talk, NLL preview, and an exclusive interview with the one and only Gabrielle Starr over on our YouTube page. So let's have a great episode, you guys. Let's go. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> it's Saturday. Yeah, gonna talk a little bit, sip a little bit. Sarah, Kendra, I see you ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. <laughs> Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. But you priceless. Superwoman, no sight. What's up, party people? Welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers, the 61st most popular sports podcast in Mexico. No, I will never let you guys forget that because it only takes seven people to be the most popular, 61st most popular sports podcast in Mexico. My name is Kendra Middleton, and as always, I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, how we doing? Doing good. Living life. You know how it is. Living large. Um, What are we drinking tonight? I honestly don't know. I think I've drank this before. It was one of those things I just found in my basement fridge. It's a rosé spritz. It's watermelon. Honestly, I can't read what the brand name is because it's so <laughs> tiny. And I, I, it's pink something. Pink so something. if anyone knows. <laughs> pink is fitting for us. Um, I am drinking a 12s Rebel hard coffee. This is so not my jam, but my mom was like, if you don't drink this on the show, I'm disowning you. So here I am drinking it. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's 5%. It says it's warm and spicy. Don't agree with that. Malt beverage with natural flavor. I don't know. It's whatever. It's fine. It's like, I feel like I'm drinking a Dunkin' Donuts, like over sugared milk iced coffee, but like, it's fine. Whatever. I'm just, I'm pre-gaming going to dinner with my girlfriends here. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, but last week we started a new segment, which you guys seem to really like, like we got a really, a lot of really positive feedback about it. So we're going to keep it rolling. It's called Hilo Hero, just so we can sort of sum up our week before we jump into the show. So, um, Sarah, what are, what's your high, low hero? Oh, if, if you don't know what high, low hero is, it's our high of the week, low of the week, and then our hero of the week. It's like an unexpected good thing that happened. So Sarah, what was your HLH this week? Okay. So my high was the last week I just haven't feeling myself really. So I stayed in all last weekend and it was actually amazing. I just stayed in and watched the OC. I did not leave bed at all Saturday, actually Friday. I worked during the day, just like working on an article and I'm hinted working on a website um (laughs) and then yeah that was pretty much it but it was nice it was very needed I have not done that in a while it's good I was expecting your high I was expecting your high to be Taylor Swift not yet not yet that might be my high next week I have to give it the full listen first fair then I actually had two lows and they both so as I'm sure everyone saw I went to the Bruins game Tuesday yeah it was Tuesday so my friend gave me, my sister, these tickets. And so my friend's from out of state and she bought them through Ticketmaster, okay? So my low, one of my lows is Ticketmaster. Fuck Ticketmaster. 
because it was bought out of state they flagged the tickets as fraud because she used her out-of-state card mind you she's like a lawyer and like her ticket master counts through her law firm like it's not like some sketchy ass deal <laughs> and she transferred them to me like it worked out fine whatever me and lauren get up to the front because you know lauren wanted to go to like warm-ups because she likes to watch those so mm-hmm. we get there wicked early thank god we did and like nope your tickets aren't scanning your tickets aren't scanning you have to go downstairs to Ticketmaster. i was like okay and so we go down and they're like oh yeah it's flag because they're bought out of state and i'm like how does that make sense? What about the people who are traveling it, here for the game? I'm like, first of all, they're playing the Ottawa Senators. What about people from out of the country mm-hmm. that are traveling for this? So it was like, okay, whatever. And he's like, yeah, but like we purchased like all this stuff. He's like, let me go in the back and try and figure it out. I was like, okay. We're there for like a half an hour. Me and Lauren just waiting. He comes back out. He's like, we had to avoid the tickets. So you have no tickets. He's like, but your friend got refunded. And so then I was like, cause you know, I'm not good at confrontation. I can't fight with people. She's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I like said to Lauren, I was like, should we just buy like balcony seats? They were like $30. And Lauren's like, I'm sitting ice side. Like we're sitting right up against the glass. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. So I texted my friend. I was like, Hey, like this happened. She's like, let me just Venmo you. Cause she's like, I did get refunded. She's like, I'll Venmo you and you can rebuy the tickets. Cause Lauren found the same exact fucking seats. Ticketmaster put right back up. All of that just because she was fucking out of state. So that was one of my lows. Oh it was my very God. I was going to say, you should have just like bought the balcony tickets and then gone and sit and, and sat in your seats. Well, that's what Lauren suggested too. And then my friend was just like, I'll just Venmo you. Like She's like, I feel bad that happened. Yeah. I was like, don't feel bad. That's not your fault. But so that was definitely one of my lows. The other low actually came also at the Bruins game as that stupid viral tweet I have that's like still floating around on like Reddit and shit yep. and like Instagram mm-hmm. that the tweet boy I yes the boy from that tweet I've never met him in person like he's asked me like out wait whatever, shut and up then I was just, that boy yeah the, the, <laughs> and at that point I was just like oh like I'm not really interested because also it kind of just seemed like he was like doing it at this point because he's like oh the internet loves it blah, blah, blah. I'm like I'm not going on a date with you just because for the internet <laughs> so I was like oh like backing off he sat directly behind us with Shut another girl up. and obviously it's like I don't care that he's on date with this other girl but I turned around and we stared at each other because I was like why do I know that kid turn back and then I like sitting there for two minutes I'm like what I turned back around he's like staring right at me still and I was like hey he's like oh like fancy seeing you yeah really fancy as if I don't go to almost every major Boston sporting event like crazy (laughs) that I would be here I'm color me shocked I was just like oh nice to meet you (laughs) and also he was with like I don't know if it was a group date or something and I don't mind when people don't know much about sports they're going there was like some girls with them I think it was the friend of his date or something they were just being so loud and so like I can't go wait, wait to go to Tavern and Square for this like blah, blah, blah. I'm like we're going to do this like just being so belligerent drunk I'm like how did you get these seats like what a waste of money for you guys they were not mm. watching the game I'm like mm, please shut the fuck up <laughs> yikes okay so, hero that was yeah I was say I have two heroes 
one the nll youtube channel because as everyone has probably figured out now i'm trying to learn box lacrosse as quickly as possible as the nll season approaches so they have like a bunch of games on the youtube channel and i've just been watching a bunch of them that's what i've been kind of doing with my free time so that's for my heroes second one her name is caitlin johnson she goes to penn state she's very into sports media she's a college student and so actually she's doing this project on like her class like I think just like people in the sports industry for some reason she's like oh like can I interview you I was like sure but what really got me was she was like yeah I actually like start off just wanting to do baseball but then I saw you do a lot of lacrosse stuff and that got me interested in it so I guess she started doing lacrosse stuff now and that just kind of made my week I was like wait mm. really that's and so that was cute. just nice it's so nice to hear so that's my second hero that just makes me want to like do this emoji <laughs> right <laughs> um sorry if you are listening to this as an audio podcast and not on youtube you'll have to go check it up on youtube um my high low hero is kind of all over the place so my high <laughs> i have two highs two lows and one hero so my high is obviously seeing my mom um twitter has been loving the content about my mom which is like hilarious <laughs> because like she's just so herself um which is so funny like she did a socky bomb the other night when we went to dinner because she <laughs> was like that. so funny I was like how many likes for you to do a sake bomb and she was just like oh I don't know I was like 500 and she was like that's a lot that'll never happen and it had like a thousand likes in two hours and I was like yes bitch <laughs> you're doing a sake bomb and it was so so cute and then last night she was like making us charcuterie for dinner and I like told her the shark coochie board joke and she like I couldn't she like laughed but I couldn't tell if she was like laughing at me or like wanting to kick me out it was just like a, like, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like <laughs> um, so that was pretty funny um and then my second high was Kendrick Perkins liked my tweet yesterday and I know so many people don't like Kendrick Perkins but I love him um my lows or yeah I'm gonna do my lows Um, My lows are my neighbor's dog, my mom's neighbor's dog that hasn't shut the fuck up since we started recording, and this fucking squirrel right now. Can you hear hear that thing? Holy fuck. I can hear the squirrel. I'm going to (laughs) apologize now about my audio for this show because all these fucking animals, I can't sit outside because there's fucking animals. I can't sit inside because my mom's dog won't shut the fuck up. I'm like, I want to like yell at this thing, like shut up, shut up. Um, My (laughs) other low, so- as we all know, I, you know, dabble in ma- what the fuck. Uh, it sounds like you're in the jungle. This is <laughs> insane, bro. Like, can you guys just fuck already? What is with this sexual tension? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, so as we all know, I like. <laughs> I don't think this. This is unreal. Like unreal. I'm totally going to have to cut this out. Thank God. It literally sounds like you're like <laughs> the jungle. <laughs> um, so as we all know, I sort of dabble in marijuana from time to time. I'm going to kill this thing. Um, and so the other night I was like kind of high on the couch watching a subway commercial and I like dug myself into this like brain hole, like of where the fuck does white meat come from? Because like, how is it white? How is it not bloody? How is chicken like not chicken and turkey? Like, how does that happen? I've never thought about that. Like sliced turkey, just like none of it bleeds, but like red meat does like that's so fucked up to think about 
ew I don't like that no like what like thought do birds bleed they have to <laughs> is this <right>? fucked up <laughs> but you know what I mean I was just so high and I was sitting there watching like a subway commercial of them like cutting like slicing turkey and I was just like whoa 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 what does like what (laughs) um so that was a real low of mine I thought I was gonna die I was like what the fuck um and then sorry if that's like a little off the rails for anyone welcome to our podcast if you are new here and then my hero has been our discord I'm going to kill this fucking squirrel (laughs) is this thing having a seizure that's a squirrel yes bro i think so right like i've never heard a squirrel make that noise maybe this is me in my last life (laughs) and i'm just here to fuck up this one (laughs) i swear to god i was a squirrel dude i was sent to this earth to piss people off in my last life that is def i that is (laughs) it's me in an in in another dimension i feel it (laughs) i feel it in my nuggets um my hero has been our discord because our discord if you aren't on our discord it is the pinned tweet on our profile i believe still go join our discord but it just pops off at like the most random times about the most random things Mm -hmm. like yesterday at four o'clock in the afternoon we talked for an hour and a half about our favorite conspiracy theories and it has just become fantastic so that's that's my high low hero i might kill a squirrel who knows I love our Discord because I'm like, no matter what time of the day you go in and say something, someone always responds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And there's just some characters in there. It's like, it's so great. I love it. And then like, there's like some people like we'll be talking about something and then someone else will start talking about something else. And it just, it gets, it gets pretty rowdy. Um, yeah. I don't think my seltzer ranks have changed. How about you? Nope. Okay. So and you try our, new ones. We do. I, when I get back, that's, that's on the to-do list. It's just so hard when I'm on the road. Um, yeah. So you mentioned your HLH, the NLL. I see you have a ton of notes here about the NLL. So what is good? Yes. So the NLL training camps just started. They all opened up. The season does not officially start until Friday, December 3rd. The first game is a Friday night. It's the Vancouver Warriors heading to San Diego, take on seals. But so obviously I work at lacrosse flash and right now we're doing season previews for each team released in order of, we did power rankings. I only have, as I am the newbie rookie over at lacrosse flash when it comes to box lacrosse, since I'm, am still learning it. I have an article on Saskatchewan rush that's coming out in a couple of weeks. So keep an eye out for that. But for new fans, the NLL and just box lacrosse in general, such as myself, or even just lacrosse at all. I highly suggest taking the time to learn the rules of box because it's so much different from field as I have learned. I actually mentioned our discord today. I like made myself a whole study guide for it to help mm-hmm. and I am going to type it out. And if you are in our discord, I will share it there. Otherwise kind of just the basics, like basic differences I found for it is that it is predominantly Canadian style lacrosse, whereas like field is more American, like Growing up, Canadians mainly play box over field just because, like, I think climate and stuff, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's played indoors. It has a very similar feel to hockey. You know, yep. Unlike in fields, you only have five players. They're called runners on the floor at a time, including the goalie. So it's very fast-paced. A lot of that, you know, it's a lot more aggressive. Similar hockey in that way, too. Like, you have major and minor penalties, so there is fighting. Um, oh, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. It's fun. I, like, like I said, I've been watching a bunch of it on YouTube. 
it's so much different from field lacrosse but um we will have a guest the week of face off weekend who knows a lot more about it who she can get a lot more into it but as of right now I did mention a while ago that everyone's homework to choose a team to follow along so you guys have till December 3rd I highly recommend Austin Owens at lacrosse flash did an article for those who did start following around like the PLL with us this season he did an article for like basically American lacrosse fans of what teams you should follow if you're a PLL fan, like who, like, cause there are some similar, like there are names in the P- NLL that you'll know, but for the most part, it's a lot different. I've found like, it definitely is a lot more Canadian. Like you don't see as many PLL players playing indoor. I think it's a harder game. Like they are very different, but it's just harder in general. And it's easier to translate box skills to the field rather than field to box. So it's a lot, but I want you all to pick a team just for the fun of it because it is exciting and we're going to have lacrosse again. So we love that. Heck yeah. Before we get into some Bruins chat, um, did you see my tweets with Matt Rambo this week? Yes, I did see that. (laughs) So if you guys didn't see it, I obviously am a diehard Bucks fan and don't give me shit because I have the jerseys of a lifetime of shittiness to prove it. Like I am like 25 years of Bucks fan, like my entire life. And so um, the Bucks account on Twitter tweeted the King of Philly with a picture of Giannis when they were playing in Philly. And I said, thoughts at Matt Rambo. And like all these people started to catch on and he was like, don't disrespect Philly like that, blah, blah, blah. And I, he was like, is it? And I like, it all wound up like playing out. And I was like, you're the King of Philly. And it was just really funny because I love him. <laughs> I thought about hitting him up while I'm home, but I don't even know if he's here. I don't know why. So if you're from Jacksonville, you know that, like, you know, all the high schools around here. I know he's a high school coach. I don't know why I thought he was mm-hmm. at Ponte Vedra, but I saw a picture of him at Bowles High School the other day. Um, but I know he lives out at the beaches. So I'm curious where he is coaching or like working and those sorts of things. But um, I'm going to be at Lynch's this weekend. So I may or may not see him there potentially. Hi, Matt Rambo. I know you're not probably listening to this, but hello. Um, <laughs> so that was my rat, Matt Ram, rat Mambo. That's rat Mambo. That's all his like social handles. That's all Instagram. I can ever call him. Yeah. <laughs> and his Twitter is the same. Um, so I just wanted yeah. to give out our shout out to him before we got into Bruins talk. I, um, wrote down this in our show notes and Sarah really took it away. But before we get into it, I have to give a shout out to my friend, Cam, our friend, Cam. I met him through you actually, who is a friend of the pod uh, back to our discord. So I was talking to my mom earlier this week and she was like, when you were at the game, we were watching the Bruins and my mom was like, who is the Bruins player? That's always like tweeting you and stuff. And I was like, uh, no one, like I, nobody, like it had, the Bruins player hasn't talked to me in a long time. And my mom like went and pulled up Cam's tweets and was like this guy. And I was like, mom, that is not a Bruins player. <laughs> and I Cam just thought my was, favorite Bruins player. Cam is my favorite Bruins player, but I just thought that was so funny um so yeah go go shout out cam go follow him but yeah sarah how was the game oh my god that was an awesome game i don't know if it's just because i have never sat down there so it's a whole new experience i think the nicest i've sat is like club seats which are also nice but just being up against the ice was unreal and i've like said i was like i will probably never sit in those seats again so this better be a good fucking game that was an aggressive game. I know you were watching, like, it was wild. <laughs> Me and Lauren were saying, like, when they, like, are up slamming against the glass, I'm like, you could feel it. I fucking love this. I want to sit here all the time. But, mm-hmm. no, it was a good game, you know. Um, 
it started off not so hot in the first period, but I feel like they really stepped up in the second period. We got to see the Connor Clipson and Alex Formanton fight, which I that guess so funny. Uh, the guy who, oh my God, they literally look like they're about to kiss. They're like, I tweeted that fogging up. I was like, this is so mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. But I guess that guy got COVID. So like, hopefully Connor Clipson's okay. Shut <laughs> up. He tested positive after. did have a huge, yeah. Like this morning, he tested positive. Yeah, because I tweeted. And like, I know the Sunders have a huge outbreak. Ooh, no. I hate that. Yeah. Mm. Not good. But so I also noticed in that game, I don't know if you saw the press conference after Bruce Cassidy talked about this, but during that game, I think it was by the third period, Taylor Hall, I'm trying to figure out if it was he got demoted to the third line or Jake DeBrus got promoted to the second line I think it was a demotion because Bruce Cassidy was talking about it and he was like oh like yeah like if you're not playing up to standards then that's going to happen but then also Jake DeBrusque has been playing so well that I was like oh maybe he's getting rewarded but at the same time Taylor Hall hasn't which granted still so early in the season so I'm really not worried at all about Taylor Mm -hmm. Hall right now it's not like he looks invisible out there he's just not playing up to standards whereas Jake DeBrusque as I've been saying since the end of last season when everyone's like, just trade him, get rid of him, which that was, I've said this before on the Locked On Bruins podcast. I was like, anyone who's asking for Jake DeBrus to be traded at the end of mm-hmm. last season does not know shit because he was at the lowest value he ever has been in his career. You would not have gotten jack shit in return yeah. for him. But anyways, I'm very happy so far. The Jake DeBrus redemption tour is working out very nicely. So I'm very happy gonna for him. going to wind up in Seattle for like a hot second. See, I thought for sure it would be Clifton. Lausanne was my second guess, but I just thought they would want a return for DeBrus, so that's why they're like, eh. Yeah. I have to Which, say, I'm- Shout out to him. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, he gave Lauren a puck, so shout out to Jake DeBrus. Aww. That's like the fifth time we've done it for her. We appreciate you. Lauren fucking loves you, so thanks. Jake DeBrus will never hear this. <laughs> Ew. I was just going to say, I think- you know, we talk about the goalie situation for the Bruins a lot on this show. And I, I mean, we both wanted Swayman at the beginning of the season, like thought that that was their best chance to win. But I just have to say, I think that he saved that game. Swayman? Yeah. I agree. I think that was honestly his best game so far this season. Yeah, he's playing. He I played think really he was well. put up to challenge. Yeah, he was challenged a lot that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very impressed by him after that. I think, I mean... You know, you and you and I, like, we know hockey well enough to sort of, you know, shoot the shit about it. But it's like at the beginning of the season, and even now, I still believe that he's the answer to this. Um, I think they've shared time a little bit more than I would like to see, but I'm hoping moving forward, he's he's gonna be that guy. Yeah, because I think Omar has done a really good job. Because I didn't have huge like high standards for him. I know he has a lot more of a veteran presence than Swayman does, but we all know Swayman's the long term answer, whereas. Omar's just kind of there as like a filler, especially right now where you don't really know what Tuga's going to do, which we can get into in a second. But I've been like pleasantly surprised with Omar. And I also like the relationship those two have going on with each other. I feel like there's no like, I don't know, like, you know, it's like healthy competition, whatever. But it doesn't even seem like they're like, oh, like we're competing to have this primetime spot. Like, okay, this guy gets this game. This one gets this one. Do what you have to do. I've been pretty happy with the goaltending on both their ends. But yeah, I know Tuka was cited at Warrior earlier this week before practice. He was just there, I think, kind of just to, like, see where he's at. I know he's not anywhere close to a return right now. I'm very interested to see because I think 
the Bruins will make him an offer because he is a free agent. Mm-hmm. The question is though, like if he's going to take that, because I know he did say in the past, he's like, I want to be a Bruin. Like, I don't care about money at this point. I've made my money. Like mm-hmm. I want to be here. And I think if that's not like, if he doesn't get that offer that he's looking for, then he'll probably just retire. Yeah. And of course, there's also the question of what, like, what is he going to look like when he comes back? Like, we have no idea what Tuga you're going to get. And I love Tuga. I'm a big defender of him, but he is someone that you just never know what's going to pop up. Totally. And I think that there's been a lot of, and you know, we, we live in an area where Homer takes are a dime a dozen. And I, as much as I love the Bruins and I think that this roster is great, I feel like for so long in the preseason, in the beginning of this season, people have been like, oh, you know, the Bruins could win the cup this year. The Bruins could win the cup this year. And it's like the same as your bullpen getting you through the month of October goalies are, who's going to get you through that last stretch of the season in the playoffs and stuff like that. And it's like, with just such a question mark on the goaltending and with Tuca having that experience and, you know, Swayman kind of being their anchor right now and not having that experience. I think that that's just so premature at this point in the season, since we really don't know. Yeah, no, this team, I still don't really know what to think of this roster right now. Like fucking last game like you have Derek Forbort scoring it's, it's like his second goal of the game but like there's no reason I've said this so many times now on Twitter I'm like stop fucking putting Charlie McAvoy with Derek Forbort on the top pair he is a third pair at best like not even I know towards the end of the Senators game they did have McAvoy and Carlo out there together which is good like that's nice but that's not what it should be like Carlo is you want him on that second line. Like you need that presence there. I'd rather see McAvoy and Grizzlies together. You know, they played together in college. They're mm-hmm. on the line together. I just, I think our defense in general is kind of what makes me nervous looking forward. Yep. The offense, I think there's enough depth between like what we have down the AHL and the fact that you can like flip flop those guys between the second and third line. Like I'm not really worried about the offense. They'll have their off nights. It's whatever it's hockey. The defense for me is the biggest concern. Yeah, and it's me tough too. when you have a young guy like swimming in there, like you can't put that much pressure on him at all times. It, like you also can't have Charlie McAvoy out there for 30 fucking minutes every single game for his time on ice. Like it'd be nice if we had a bunch of Charlie McAvoy's out there, but that's just not, not plausible. Yeah. But also I think they have to figure out something with the blue line. Cause it's not working in my opinion. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that the thing that's uh, outside of the goaltending that they need to figure out as the season progresses is the right chemistry with those lines. Just because when you don't, obviously when you don't have such a good defense, you have to rely on your offense to keep you in games. And right now, I just don't think that they have found the right chemistry with those lines to continue the way that they are. No, and it sucks because like the Bruins have the best top line in hockey, but you can only win, like, again, like just like, Charlie McAvoy can only do so much. Your top line can only do so much. Like you need, like, especially that second line, like Taylor Hall, Charlie Coyle, Craig Smith, like there's no reason for them to not be producing better than they are right now. I'm not placing the blame on any single one of them because it is just kind of a like drip down thing. Like there's problems on each line, but at the same time, it doesn't always look like a second line performance, which is why you have DeBrus getting pulled up and then Hall getting put down to the third line. The fourth line's still just kind of a mess. It's like a rotation of people. I know Nick Foligno's back, so that's good, but like, I don't know. Yeah, We'll see. I think they have a lot of work to do when it comes to the trade deadline. Yeah, it's true. Um, Well, the Bruins take on the Oilers tonight. Um, 
Do you want to talk about the Colby Cave situation? I'm going to go grab my computer charger. I can still hear you, though, just so you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so today, obviously, Thursday night, by the time you guys hear this, it'll have already happened. But the Oiler Bruins game tonight is going to be in honor of Colby Cave as he was on, started off with the Bruins, ended his career with the Oilers, passed away in, I think it was April of 2020 from just like a freak brain accident. Very, very sad. I know his widow is going to be there, Emily Cave. She is amazing. I highly recommend. I know she was on an episode of Locked on Bruins. She did a really great interview. I would definitely recommend checking that out. She's such a strong woman, you know, all the shout outs to her. And yeah, it should be really nice. I'm excited to see what they do just because it is, it's the first time the Oilers are obviously back because of COVID in Boston. And I think it'll be really nice for her to kind of have that closure, not closure, but like, she's like, I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. She's like, it feels like his two homes Mm -hmm. have been Edmonton and Boston. Like, I love being back in Boston. I know she mentioned that she's thinking about moving back here. And I think it'll be a really nice thing for her in particular. I would love, I think that'd be really nice for her. If, I mean, I know that she is like, obviously mourning and like going through a lot of stuff, but not that she'll ever hear this, but I would love to befriend her. Me too. She seems so genuine. So sweet. So sweet. She's absolutely dropped dead gorgeous. And like, I just, oh my I, God. I can't even imagine like, all of those videos and everything that was on socials when all that was happening was just the most heart. Like I have chills right now, like just actually awful. So sad. Um, so yeah, RIP to Colby cave. Um, but we're going to move on with the rest of the show. We will update you guys on how that went next week and our closing thoughts on that situation as that game happens. Um, I put in our notes for the week, NBA, Celtics, Marcus Smart, all of that sort of stuff. And I was like, Sarah, do you have any comments here? Because like, I, we can skip it if you don't. She just goes in my notes. I have no comments. <laughs> so before I get into <laughs> NFL and NCAA, I'm going to take a fat chug of this water because I have so many notes about football this week to get into actually Sarah I have some stuff to ask you before I get into some recaps we have been talking and not even just us but like the entirety of media this week has been talking about the Odell Beckham Jr. situation um it started out with you know he was on waivers and then he was finally freed by the Browns put on waivers wasn't claimed so then he was able to be signed anywhere that he wanted um and so there was conversation you know that boiled down to about a few teams and then it switched to okay well now it's the Chiefs the Saints and I think the Packers and those those three were you know those made the most sense but it's like with the Aaron Rodgers situation up in the air I didn't really see him going to the Packers for a hot second just because of that whole thing and then the Saints you know they also have a lot of injuries at quarterback and stuff like that so didn't really see him going there and then you look at the Chiefs which was the most obvious answer in my opinion because you know like they've been struggling they need the help and you know who doesn't want to play with Patrick Mahomes and you know Tyree Hill on the opposite side of you and those sorts of things they could have used the help I think that he would thrive in Kansas City um, as far as the places he was looking because like I don't think he wants to live in Green Bay and then I didn't think like New Orleans was like a realistic option for him just because who the fuck is going to throw to him Mm -hmm. Um, and then as of yesterday like late last night the Patriots kind of seemed to be back on the conversation because Bill Belichick was apparently extremely interested in him so I mean I know that you're not like the biggest football fan by any means but you are a Patriots fan would you want Odell on your team absolutely and especially after hearing that because I feel like you rarely ever hear oh Bill really wants this guy I don't think I've ever heard that about 
anyone. So I was like, well, fuck, if he wants him so bad, then we got to go get him. Yeah, that's true. And like, the thing is, is that like, I feel like Bill just doesn't seem like this kind of guy who wants divas around him, but he always seems yeah. to be around divas. Like I look at like the Antonio Brown situation and I'm like, okay, does Bill Belichick love drama? Well, that was the other thing. Like my knowledge of um, Otto Beckham Jr. I was like, anywhere he goes seems to cause some sort of drama. Like that's what I know him best as. Mm-hmm. I know he's a great player and whatnot, but like me as like a casual football fan, I'm like, oh, that's that guy that caught this shit. Like mm-hmm. I know there is stuff with him and Baker. That's kind of what I just saw it as. But then I was like, well, if Bill wants him, then I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tweeted yesterday, I was like, why is everyone so shocked that he is milking this dry? Like the guy wants every second of attention that he can get. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not surprised by this. I guess we'll see where he winds up going. Um, I also saw today that Cam Newton from, obviously, you know, Cam Newton, who used to be a Patriot, yes. um, re not re-signed because he's not, you know, signing a contract that already existed but he is going back to the Carolina Panthers um and you know I I've said this on this show before like I don't think that there have been 32 better quarterbacks in the NFL than Cam Newton I think Cam Newton's better than a lot of the quarterbacks that have been playing especially unfortunately through some of the injuries that have been happening this season and I don't know why more teams haven't looked at him until this point but I do think it's kind of comical that he is going back to the Carolinas, you know, after people burned his jersey and all of those sorts of things. <laughs> um, so how do you feel as a Patriots fan seeing Cam Newton back in Carolina blue? I mean, I'm happy for him because I kind of assumed, like, I think we talked about on this show, like, we all kind of assumed, like, yeah, maybe Cam was going to have the starting position as a quarterback with New England. Then they just straight up released him. And he said himself, he's like, I would have been fine being the backup to back. Like, I don't care. So I kind of want, like, I liked Cam when he was here. I, like, he wasn't given the best to work with. And, like, it wasn't his greatest season, obviously. But I think he just wasn't given the right circumstances here. And I did want to see him succeed. And I think it probably is a good feeling for him. Like, not like, oh, I'm getting my revenge. Like, here I come back to the Panthers. But I'm like, that's got to be kind of satisfying for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a really funny tweet today from a friend of the podcast, Kaylee Allard. You know how he always does those, like, weird like yeah typing, typing texting things she like did that with like him going back to the panthers and i thought that, that was pretty funny um <laughs> so yeah cam newton is back in carolina blue um the only other comment i have on the prior week of the nfl before i get into what i'm watching this week and some ncaa stuff the jacksonville jaguars beat the fucking buffalo bills and our josh allen is better than your <laughs> josh allen you can suck my dick. So many people hated on me on Twitter for like geeking out about this one. And they're like, it's one regular season one and you guys suck. It's like, I have to take this shit where I can get it. We just beat the fucking Buffalo Bills, who a lot of people have as their Super Bowl favorites. And a lot of people have your Josh Allen as an MVP candidate. So actually like my butthole, I hate all of you. I got so fucking drunk that night i didn't go to bed until 3 30 and i had to get up at 7 a.m and drive six hours which turned into eight back to jacksonville to get my rental car back so um you know what it was worth it and all i'd say is fuck you guys who are haters on the jacksonville jaguars although i'm kind of at the point now where i'm like okay can the lions win two games and can we like lose out so that we can get thibodeau yeah. but like whatever <laughs> it's, it's worth it we beat but the fucking also- bills I like realized because I saw you're getting a lot of hate for like celebrating that and a lot of it was obviously coming from people from New England like 
why the fuck are you celebrating? Like that helped the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> why are you upset that she's yeah. celebrating? I'm like, you should be too. <laughs> I know so many people hated on me for that. And they like, like you said, we're all like Patriots fans. And some people were like, who cares? And other people were like, thank you so much. I had one guy who was yeah. a Patriots fan Venmo me for a beer. So thanks to that guy <laughs> in celebration. Um, you definitely bought me a vodka Red Bull. Um, but yeah, it was freaking sweet. So I can't believe that after last week, we are halfway through the like regular season though. How crazy is that? Is it really already halfway? Halfway. Shit. I didn't realize that. I know how crazy. Um, so the NFL, this is what I am watching this week. Um, I'm watching the saints at Titans game. I think the Titans are a good team, but in like a super weak division, obviously the AFC South isn't, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a great division, especially because like we expected the Colts to be a lot better than they are. And it's not like they're a shitty team. They're kind of a shitty yeah. team. Um, and the Saints have had their struggles, but I do enjoy watching the Titans play good teams um, just to see where they're really at in reality, because when they do play good teams, they do play well, but it's also just like, you guys don't play in the most, you know, respected division. So I do like to watch them um, play good teams, especially to see how they're going to play without Derrick Henry. It's like, it doesn't seem like with the one week they have been without him, that it's been that big of a deal, but it's like, how long can you carry that through the stretch of the season? Just because he is like the most impactful player in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, So I'm, I'm curious to see how that game goes. Um, Browns at Patriots. Sarah, how do you feel about the Browns game? I feel like this is a very good matchup and I think you have in notes it's like a good kind of test I think for both teams because Mm -hmm. especially at this point I feel like it's a very even playing field and like you said it's going to be something that determined like it could be like the turning point for both these teams yeah I I put that in the notes I think that like this is such a like a game where when your season boils down to it, it's like in the AFC playoff matchup, like this is such an important game, especially being halfway through the season. It's like, where are these teams really, really at? And it's like the Browns have bounced back from some struggles. Baker's playing really, really well. The Patriots are on a hot streak. So um, I, I did put in our notes that like, if the Patriots really are considering Odell, I'm genuinely curious if Odell is really only considering the Patriots because he wants to play in a game like his first game back against Baker and be like yeah you know fuck you guys like look at me now um but you know I think it could be a sort of I think that it could fuck up some seating depending on who wins this later later down the road so I'm really excited for this game I think that it's going to be a good one um, I think the most dramatic game of the week might be the Seahawks Packers game because I'm so here for the Russell Wilson and Aaron <laughs> Rodgers drama. So Russell Wilson is cleared to come back this week, I believe. And obviously Aaron Rodgers is kind of up in the air. You know, he is eligible because of COVID protocols to come back this week, but he did say on the Pat McAfee show earlier this week, he doesn't really know what's going on with that. Um, so I think I honestly don't even know if he had any remorse about what actually happened with him. I saw that the Packers organization was fined $300,000 and him and a teammate were fined $15,000 for going to um, a Halloween party without team consent. But I I don't know. I'm kind of here for this drama. I'm sort of rooting for the Seahawks, even though my mom's a Packers fan. Sorry. Um, But yeah, I just I'm, I'm also curious, you know, Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys where I feel like oftentimes he doesn't let the media or things people have to say about him get into his head but I'm curious if just because this has been 
so much drama and he, you know, potentially could have like really hurt people by giving them COVID, especially because he wasn't following protocols and stuff. It's like you and I are media members. How would you feel if someone, you know, was falsifying their vaccination status and not wearing a mask in a press conference and talking to you? Well, I know I saw something the other day that said, I guess he was like surprised and like upset by the backlash he was getting, which I was like, what did you think was going to happen? And I think what he was just focusing on was that like people were like, oh, like he lied about his vaccine or not even that he lied about his vaccine that he was like, well, I want alternate, yeah. um, whatever to the vaccine. I don't think that's what people were mad about at all. It was like, like you said, like he could have seriously like put people at harm. Like you don't know who's at higher risk than others, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it boils down to. And I don't think he fully understands that. He's just like, well, you just don't agree with my outlook on it, which Mm -hmm. like, whatever, like we've talked about it so many times. Like it's at the end of the day, it's your decision, whatever. No one's really mad about that. I don't think like, no, and they just both got a slap on the wrist. So it's whatever, like fine wise, but I don't think he understands like that has actual consequences to it. Yeah. I think that he's just like one of these people that thinks, you know, I'm Aaron fucking Rogers. The rules don't apply to me, but that's not true. I did see a tweet that I think I have later when we're set to talk about him again, but I'll, I'll say it now that if it hit the fine for him and his salary was equivalent to someone who makes $80,000 a year paying a $4 fine. Yeah, Can you believe that? That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Like, good that job. checks Anna. out. Yep. You know, and I'm the biggest NFL fan that there is, you know, if you listen to this podcast, even at all, it's like, we, we cross on a lot of things. Like we can talk about a lot of the same things, but you are the baseball girl and I'm the football girl through and through. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I just hate how the NFL handles their business sometimes. Um, it's really, it's really disappointing, especially because like people could have gotten hurt. This is, this is a very serious time to be alive. Um, but my last game to watch this week, I am going to be going to a watch party for the Jaguars. So I will be watching that game. I feel like I don't have to say that, but my last game to watch this week is Chiefs at Raiders, because I feel like this is the, who is actually good game of the week. Um, Mahomes was actually officially taken out of the Madden 99 club this week, which is kind of crazy to me, but I think deserved. Um, and then what the fuck is wrong with Travis Kelsey ever since we partied with him? Um, <laughs> he has, I mean, like I, I have him in fantasy. I took him, I didn't take him first overall, but I took him late first round in my fantasy draft. And I'm like, he has not performed, which, you know, when you, when you play fantasy football, you know, you, you bet, you gamble, you know, you draft a team and sometimes people pan out and sometimes they don't. And that's okay. They're human, you know, but it's like, not even from a fantasy football perspective, like he just has not performed for his team, but honestly, neither has Patrick Mahomes, but this is just the biggest shock of this season. But the Raiders, you know, they have so many distractions and they're actually a good team in their division. So it's like, what is happening here? I didn't realize that Travis Kelsey hasn't been doing so hot. I know the Chiefs in general have just not looked like themselves. but Yeah, Travis Kelsey is like probably in the bottom quarter of my fantasy team performance so which is crazy because he's usually just so automatic and the reason that I took him as early as I did because taking a tight end that early is stupid unless it's Travis Kelsey just because before this season in there before there was you know those sort of standout tight ends that people weren't really expecting um the the talent drop off is just so significant there whereas you know with quarterbacks running backs wide receivers those sorts of things it's not the same but like that talent drop off at that position is just so different so that's that's been a little bit of a disappointment to me so we'll see where that goes um NCAA thoughts of the week the selection show was 
last last no Monday night and I know a lot of people don't think that Cincinnati deserves to be in but I definitely do because like the point of any season doesn't matter what sport it is is to be undefeated and Cincinnati is undefeated and like I don't really care about these almost losses to Tulsa and Navy because if we really wanted to get into the weeds about that Oregon has had some pretty shitty almost losses and the Pac-12 is also garbage and honestly Ohio State almost lost to fucking Nebraska last week at this point in the season if we really want to get there and it's like for me it's we're not in crunch time of the season I think that if they're gonna lose they're gonna lose and you can take them out later if you want to but they're undefeated that's the point of the season I think that they should absolutely be in that top four conversation and they just keep getting snubbed and you know if college game day is gonna take a team seriously and it's like college game day goes to you know Army Navy sometimes and stuff like that teams that you know aren't really in the conversation for the best matchup of the week or things like that not that I think Army Navy shouldn't get college game day because they absolutely should but it's like if they're taking them seriously maybe the committee should as well but my biggest argument to all of this is as far as non-power five school teams go the last time a group of five team was ranked this high was UCF and they got snubbed and didn't get in and they went on to beat in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl an Auburn team who was coming off of a win back-to-back wins over Alabama and Georgia and one of those teams wound up going to win the national championship that year so it's just like in my opinion haven't we learned this lesson already um So, and my other thought from the college football playoff show rankings was that MSU was behind Michigan, even though MSU beat Michigan. Um, So that was my other thought there. As far as NCAA games I'm going to be watching this week, I'm going to be watching Michigan at Penn State because PSU is not ranked, but I think they're clearly a good team who's dished out some really crazy losses to some teams this year. And that game day environment is insane. I'm also going to be watching Oklahoma at Baylor. Um, Oklahoma is the new Michigan State for me. I think if they win this game, how do you keep them out of the top four next week? Um, Texas A&M at Ole Miss. I'm going to be watching Texas A&M very closely because I really think that their fate is in their own hands here. They beat Alabama, and I think that if they went out, they also deserve to be in that conversation um, because I think that they would wind up going to Atlanta to compete in the SEC championship game. And Ole Miss is just no joke. Like the, They're not obviously the highest-ranked team, but they've had some good wins, and I love Lane Kiffin. Um, and, yeah, that's – That's my NCAA um, football thoughts of the week, but college basketball is also back. So we will be, I will probably be bringing you some college basketball thoughts, but I do have in our notes that Sarah, you are filling out a March Madness bracket. I usually do. Last year I filled out one and I just did based off of uniforms, but I had (laughs) filled them out before in the past. So I'm down for that. I took to Twitter this week to recruit some people to maybe get you into basketball. And most of the responses were that you should get into college basketball. Well, that was the thing. People were like, oh, you need to try watching college basketball. I'm like, I have watched college basketball. I'm like, mm-hmm. I just, the sports, I mean, I'm like, eh. I think I've watched more college basketball than NBA, honestly. Yeah. Just because of March Madness. Yeah. March Madness is a great time. It's my birthday. So maybe we can uh, go to a March Madness game for my I've birthday. I've been to a March Madness game actually in person. It was in the year I went to Nashville for spring break one year. And that was when they had March Madness there. Mm-hmm. It was Vanderbilt. I forget who they played, but I'm pretty sure Vanderbilt lost whoever it was, but it was a fun atmosphere. I was like, I don't know anything about either of these teams, but everyone seems really into it. So I'll be into it too. (laughs) Even though we're old and washed up, maybe we can go party and get hammered for March Madness. (laughs) Um, Down. (laughs) Perfect. Happy birthday to me. 
Um, so we are going to move into our sort of closing of the show, starting off with our pop culture shit of the week. We hinted earlier that we were going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but specifically Shailene Woodley. Did you, did you read this? Oh yeah. I've, okay. I saw that Instagram story. So for those of you who don't know, basically what happened was someone in LA posted a picture of who they thought was Aaron Rodgers out and about getting coffee in LA. And Shailene Woodley took to Instagram and it was like an absolute rant, like none other. I, I've never seen her act or like be like this. But my favorite part about all of it was that she was like, her, one of her points was that that could never be Aaron because if you actually know him, he has the hairiest hands in the whole world. She is so fucking weird. I know I said it last because like she's out there. Like, like it's fine. Be earthy, crunchy, whatever. Like she's just an odd, odd person. Not really in a great way. And then like, like this poor guy, like everyone's like, like imagine being that guy that is just like going about his day, going to get coffee. And then Shailene Woodley like takes to her Instagram where there are like <laughs> 3.5 million followers and just degrading you every which way. Like this guy's a small dick. Like, <laughs> which I was like, that's just like, what? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> and she was also just like, like, Aaron would never drive that car. Yeah, I was like, this poor guy. Like, are you kidding me? If I was a victim in this situation, it's him. Literally. She owes him an apology. Which is so weird because, like, before this whole Aaron Rodgers situation, I was kind of, like, I don't want to say I was, like, a Shailene Woodley fan, but, like, she's done some, like, when she got arrested on the pipeline and stuff like that, regardless of how you feel, like, you know, she, she seems like she, like, cares about a lot. And I didn't hate her mm-hmm. because she seems like she cares about things. And it's, like, no matter what side you fall on, like, if you care about something and you're passionate about something, oftentimes, as long as you're not, like, supporting, like, rapists and murderers and you're not a racist asshole, like, I'll support you for being passionate about something, whether or not, you know, whatever line I fall on. So I was like, you know, I, I really like this girl, you know, whatever. And then all of this happened and she's, like, stuck through Aaron Rodgers through all of his, like, lying and didn't say anything and now this. And I'm just like, okay, maybe you're not the person I thought you were. Yeah. Yeah, no, she is odd. I think the two of them, I don't want to say they bring out the worst in each other, but I think it just is not, like, they seem to be a very good match in that sense, in that, like, you guys are odd, and mm-hmm. I don't really think I know either of you, you like, shower. I I did, which are, like, whatever, like, they're <laughs> celebrities, like, why would I know them, but... I don't know. They seem very good for each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's maybe about Danica, all I could say. Yeah, maybe Danica Patrick was the winner in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> I think she is the overall winner in this situation. That is yep. a weird, weird mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> so um, we actually do have a tea party segment this week because I know, like we just said, Sarah is not like the biggest basketball fan. And I know that she probably hasn't heard this headline, but if you do follow basketball, the Morris Jokic brothers thing this week I'm going to read um the beginning of a headline of this article just so Sarah can get involved but um this article is titled Morris Jokic's brothers take their threats to social media after Monday's on-court altercation tensions ignited by an on-court shove Monday carried onto social media on Tuesday between the Morris and Jokic brothers they also led to the NBA suspending Denver Nuggets center and reigning NBA 
MVP Nikola Jokic for one game without pay and finding Miami Heat forward Markeith Morris $50,000 for a flagrant foul. Miami's Jimmy Butler was also fined $30,000 for attempting to escalate the altercation. Jokic will miss Wednesday's game against the Indiana Pacers. So Sarah, basically what happened was these two teams were playing each other. And there was, um, you know, a, a hard foul by Morris and he turned around, you know, was getting towards garbage time. He's not even like a really like impact player for them. And Jokic, mm-hmm. um, like absolutely just shoved the shit out of this guy into the back and he fell onto the court benches cleared. Um, and then they both like all both sets of brothers took to Twitter to like talk shit about each other the next day. Like one of the sets of brothers made an account together to talk shit to the other two. I saw that. I how, didn't know the context of it was. How fucking crazy. But the craziest thing that I've seen as far as like headlines through all of this is like, is NBA hardball back, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, <laughs> NBA hardball is not back. The NBA has turned into like such a baby back bitch league that there's no way like don't get me wrong I think that these fines were deserved I don't think that Jimmy Butler should have really been fined because like if someone is hurting my teammate like I'm obviously gonna say something too and I'm obviously in love with Jimmy Butler so I'm biased but like based off of what you saw do you have any thoughts because I think that this is just fucking crazy like imagine threatening like brothers like beefing on the internet like you're grown-ass men well, see, to me, I thought that was the most exciting NBA thing for me that there could be because I do follow, I follow the drama of the NBA because it's by mm-hmm. far the most dramatic league. Just like, I feel like everyone, like that's the league where players are the most vocal, like you hear yep. the most, like you see the most from them. So for me, that was like, oh, like this, that's the only reason I saw the tweet. I was like, what is everyone fucking talking about? I know the context mm-hmm. of it. I just saw the like Twitter thread thing. Yeah. I was like, if there's like a reality show just about the drama of the NBA, like not even like when they're actually playing basketball, like I'd follow that. Yeah. <laughs> so the NBA has that. so much drama. Yeah. No, the NBA, maybe we should make that a segment. I would say we should do that because then I actually would start paying to maybe still not the actual games, but like the league more in general. <laughs> okay, so let's turn the tea party segment into like majority basketball tea party. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Sarah's There's getting into the NBA. So my dreams are coming true. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that this was like such a hilarious shit show. Like I love watching grown ass men fight because like I was reminded <laughs> of your tweet the other night. The girls are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, I was like, yeah, that during the Bruins game because everyone's getting feisty, but I feel like that's just the <laughs> NBA always. <laughs> I just thought that this was so fucking funny. Like, I love watching grown ass men fight. It's like my favorite activity. <laughs> um, but last but not least, we can move into our tweets of the week. Sarah, do you have any tweets of the week? I, I have a few. I have to find them. Ever come at this point from like Big John Sportsman 2050, but then also actually I didn't <laughs> think of one. I had that tweet because as I'm sure people saw, I decided that I would try. I told Kendra, I was like, I'm just bored, so I got a dating mm-hmm. app, which is not really mm-hmm. part of my. I'm already off it, so just so everyone knows, I that was a very short lived thing. What for me. you're already off of it? Yeah, I wasn't responding to anyone. It was just kind of a waste of time. Okay, <laughs> I kind of so- just wanted to look. Sarah texted me the other day and she was like people are always talking about our dating lives but the reason we don't talk about it look at my mom's dog (laughs) the reason we don't talk (laughs) about it is because it's non-existent and I was like yeah neither of us have like dating lives at all like sorry we don't have any tea people but now you're preventing that from even happening at all 
<laughs> I told you, I was like, I make zero effort. <laughs> I don't know what I think is going to happen. I'm like, someone just stumbled upon me. <laughs> but like, I, but also, you know, I like people like speak to me out. I'm like, get away from me. Don't look at me. <laughs> yep. True. So I don't know what I thought was going to happen. But anyways, I made that. I used the fucking, because one of the hinge prompts was like, I take pride in. And I was like, being a man of faith, you know, the fucking classic mm-hmm. quote. And I just assumed everyone would know that quote. People mm-hmm. responded like, well, that just means he's not a baseball fan. But I was like, you don't have to be a baseball fan. Like, everyone I know knows that. Like, am I TikTok, wrong? Do I just live in a bubble? Yeah, it's everywhere. And so some guy, like, responded to him on Hinge. It was like, is this, like, a secret message or something? Like, he didn't get it. And so I tweeted, I was like, this is why dating apps are waste time. Like, I'm funny. You just don't understand it. And some guy with, like, of course, like, 13 followers was this actually isn't funny at all. Really? Because that has 3,000 likes. So I kind of think it might be. Maybe you just yeah. don't have a sense of humor or you're bitter that I thought of it first, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Suck my dick, old man. Rudy. Is that your um? Is that your only of the week? Yeah. At this point, I'm like, I'm not giving Big John his time to spotlight anymore. He mm-hmm. has to work harder now. Yeah, Big John, do more. Um, I have a couple. I have three, and then I have one that happened like two hours before we got on that just quite literally pissed me off. So my first one, I got a DM on Instagram from a guy, and all it said was "Your feet rule." Oh, that's sweet. Because <laughs> like, like I posted that Instagram story of me in the bathtub watching hockey the other night, and he just like yeah. swiped up on my story and was like, "Your feet rule." <laughs> like when was the last time someone told you something ruled? <laughs> that is like a very much like eight-year-old compliment mm-hmm. but just weird because it's the feet so yep um and then today I got a message that said Kendra this is important with five exclamation marks can you pick the winner of each of the NFL games so I can put exactly one dollar on that parlay like bitch the fuck I am I am not going to put in that much effort so that you can put one dollar down on a parlay are that's you what fucking- I do if I ever were just betting I'd be like I'm gonna put a dollar down and see where I go like are you fucking shitting me no so I just thought that, that was funny that that was like the expectation um and then yesterday I like tweeted something because so my I don't know about your parents but like my mom eats like two meals a day and I'm like I lift weights like I need four meals, 3000 calories a day. Like I need like mm-hmm. I need like I need food. And I tweeted yesterday and I was like, why am I always starving? And two people asked me if I was pregnant. And some guy just said prego question mark. And I quote tweeted it and I said, what is wrong with people? Middle finger emoji. And he goes, well, you don't have a good sense of humor. And I was just like, yeah, I think it's really fucking funny that you are asking me if I am pregnant. Also, I think you have to be like sexually active to get pregnant. And unless I'm like (laughs) fucking Mary reincarnated, that is impossible. Thank you. I feel like the like two biggest rules are you should never ask a woman her weight. You should never ask her if she's pregnant. Like, what do you mean you don't have a sense of humor? That's like basic knowledge. You don't ask that question no matter what. Even if you're like, no, for a fact, someone's pregnant. Don't fucking ask that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, even if I am nine months pregnant and look like I stay strapped with a goddamn watermelon, shut your whore mouth. Exactly. 
<laughs> don't um, ever ask those questions. I thought that was common sense. I guess it's not. So. Yep. And then the last one happened literally right before we got on here. So I was on a jog today and the fucking UPS man drives by me and honks at me and screams, hey, baby, out the window. And I tweeted and I was like, at UPS, like, fuck you guys, whatever. And someone was like, well, what if they were a girl? First of all, I wouldn't care about their gender. They should not be doing that to an innocent girl on a run. I already have headphones and am uncomfortable. Like, why do you think I don't run at night? And then I like quote tweeted that. And I was like, this is the guy that like would ask what I'm wearing. And he was like, did you just assume my gender? And then someone else commented and they were like, assuming gender in 2021, like your Twitter handle is coochie man, 69, 69, 69. What the fuck? Yes, I assumed your gender, Coochie Man 69. I swear to God, those people only have the same two jokes. And it's, did you just assume my gender? And then like my pronouns are toaster. Like, shut the fuck up. Get new material at the very least. Come up with something new. Or like the or like the women aren't funny jokes. Yeah, I'm like, really? Because I have all these followers and you have 10 and I'm looking at your tweets. You're not funny. Yep. (laughs) I know I'm fucking funny. You are bitch. not funny. Yep. <laughs> like I don't need your approval, but it looks like you need mine. <laughs> yep. So those are my tweets of the week. Sarah, do you have any closing thoughts? My mom has called me eight thousand times. I have no closing thoughts except that I'm very excited for Taylor Swift's version of Red to come out tonight, and I'll talk about that next week. But that's my only closing remark. My closing thoughts are I am the biggest animal rights advocate in the whole world, but all of the animals that have interrupted this show, I hope you wind up in a fucking slaughterhouse. (laughs) I hope those squirrels banged it out, honestly. The sexual tension is there. It's so unreal. Um, So thank you, Tyler. Thank you for putting up with us and cutting up this show today. It's going to be an absolute shit show. We love you. We also love you listeners. Um, Keep on sipping y'all and we'll see you next week. Tell them no free sample if they ever want to try. Gotta buy the whole damn pie. If you ever want to slice, that's the truth. Only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze from Q. I can tell you new and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city. Every town, every borough. They know you keep it real. Keep it classy. Keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys. The Saturdays for the girls. Get them girl. Get them girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city. Every town, every borough. They know you keep it real. Keep it classy. Keep it thorough. With Sundays are for the boys. The Saturdays for the girls. Get them girl. Get them girl. Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays and Celsius. <laughs> With your host, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go.